Welcome to the Bhagavad Gita for Everyday Living podcast series by Gautam Ji, Senior Disciple of Swami Parthasarathy. In this podcast on Karma Yoga, Gautam Ji explains Arjuna's dilemma and Krishna's response on the right path, that of knowledge or that of action. What karma yoga is, on what basis should you make your choices? There is a technique. It's not as simple as it sounds. This is the knowledge. Hmm? So this aspect is completely unknown. Nobody understands life itself as a technique. As an education which has to be learned, which has to be practiced. So you just get in and act emotionally, impulsively in everything. Whether it's your children, whether it's your business, business also all emotional. Others are doing it, let me do a good return, some some mad thing, there's no thinking at all. So here he's talking about what is this right technique of action. So it's a very practical chapter you will find extremely directly applicable to your day-to-day life. Verse 1 Arjuna Uvacha Jaya Sichet Karmanaste Mata Buddha Janardana Tatkim Karmani Ghore Oh, Janardhana, Arjuna said, if you consider knowledge superior to action, why then do you, O Keshava, engage me in this terrible action? So, here, is the starting point I told you of the Gita, the real starting point, because Krishna Arjuna is asking a question straight relevant to the context. So Krishna has been praising knowledge, right? The previous chapter was Sankhya Yoga, the path of knowledge. And at the same time, Krishna is telling Arjuna he needs to fight this battle. So obviously he's confused. Not obviously, in the sense he doesn't have the knowledge. So he's confused. You are saying knowledge is superior to action. Then why are you asking me to kill? To act now in this war. In the terrible action, ghora karma. Means he's asking him to fight against his own guru, his own elders, his own cousins, friends. That's what you're asking me to do. I don't understand. Hmm. In fact, see, the Gita is full of these subtle nuances. So, he's saying, Janardhana, he's calling, one of the names for Krishna is Janardhana. Jana means the people. Ardhana is to protect. So, Janardhana is to the protector of the people. And Keshava, 
is another name for Krishna, which refers to the killer of the demon Keshi. Keshi was a demon which Krishna killed. So what's the implication here? At one point he says killer of somebody. Another point he says protector of somebody. So what's the implication? But the answer is also there. That's what Arjuna's contradiction is. To protect, you have to kill the human. When you are killing to protect, that's okay. Hmm? See, all of you had breakfast, right? <laughs> Do you know, right now, how many bacteria went into your stomach with the food? Billions. In fact, you know the proportion of bacteria to your cells? Do you know? In your body, anybody knows? Guess. What's the proportion? For one cell in your body, how many bacteria are there? It could be one, one to one, it could be... How, what do you think it is? Two thousand to one. No jokes. There's, there's fifty billion cells you have. And two thousand times that, two trillion or something, is uh, bacteria which you have in your body. Not uh, outside, in in you, uh, around, uh, on you. So how many are you killing? Every second your immune system, you know. But that killing is to protect. There's no choice. So you have to. So that's what he says. So in that case, what he's talking to Arjuna is these people have become a complete cancer on the society. They have to be removed. There's no other. It's like a murderer let loose on the street. They have to be removed. Do you shoot them? <coughs> so that's what he's trying to convey to him, which Arjuna doesn't understand. He's still asking. You're saying knowledge. Then you are saying action. Then why are you making me doing this terrible action? It has to be done. I am sometimes cruel only to be kind. The Shakespeare. Has to be done. So Arjuna doesn't understand that. So in the second verse, Arjuna goes on with that same line of thought. Yes. With an apparently perplexing speech, you confuse as it were my understanding. Tell me with certainty one way, Tadekam Vada Nishchitya, which I may attain the highest. So, 
as I told you, this confusion which Arjuna is referring to is his own confused state of mind. He was so confused. And then Krishna had to give him some time to recover from that confusion. So he gave him the highest philosophy. Obviously, Arjuna didn't understand anything. So now he comes to brass tags and says, What do you want me to do? Just tell me that. Ekam Bada. One thing you want me to do, tell me and I'll do it. So, see the warrior class, Arjuna, is they are made like that. They need to be told what to do. So, a person who is like that, like a person who is meant for a job, you need to be told what to do and you do it. You can't think on your own what has to be done or not done. So, Arjuna is typical. He says, don't confuse me. This knowledge, action, and what do you want me to do? Just tell me and I'll do it. So, that's what he comes to now. What should I do? A or B? Leave the battlefield, go and get knowledge or want me to fight. Now explain to me what I should do. <laughs> That's what he is talking about here. <clears throat> and then in the third verse is where one of the fascinating verses of the Gita where Krishna explains this difference between the path of knowledge and the path of action. What it actually means. Because there is a big confusion people have. Is action better in the world or is knowledge, understanding better? There is no contradiction actually. That is what he explains. In one of the subtle verses of the entire <coughs> Gita, where he is talking about how the spiritual path, what are the earlier and later stages of the same path. Got it? Third. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha Lokes Mindvividhanishtha Pura Prokta Mayanagha Jnana Yogena Sankhyanam Karma Yogena Yoginam The Blessed Lord said in this world, there is a twofold path, Dvivida Nishtha. As I said before, <clears throat> O Anagha, the path of knowledge for the Sankhyas, the contemplative, and the path of action for the yogis, the active. So, now, carefully note what he is trying to say. Dvividha Nishtha means a twofold path. So, the word Nishtha is singular, which means there is one path. So, two means, if it is one path, twofold means what? One after the other. Huh? One after the other. One after the other. Two segments to the same path. One later, one earlier. That's all it means. Two-fold path. It doesn't mean two paths. 
So in other words, he's saying knowledge and action are the same path. But for whom? The path of knowledge, which is an advanced path, is for the Sankhyas, the contemplative. The path of action is for the yogis, the active people. So I have explained it to you. When you are a beginner in the spiritual path, which all of you are, it means... What does it mean, beginner? What determines that? Lots of desires, vasmas. Means there are desires and attachment to the world. You can't deny that, right? So, when the stimuli come in from the world, since there are a lot of desires, there is a reaction. And since there is a reaction, there is response. There is an action in the world to try and fulfill the desire. So the more desires you have, the more action you do to fulfill the desire. It's as simple as that. You see a nice car, now you have to act to get that car. You see a puppy on the road, what a cute puppy, now you have to act to get this. You see a nice house, now I must have a house like that. Everything you see, you react. Which movie is coming? Which this is happening? Where vacation we have to go? Constant reactions happening. So there's constant action. Now to tell such a person whose nature is to act and act and act, to keep quiet and study, is impossible. So these masters understood that. That is why it's the most futile thing to say, sit and meditate, sit and do this, sit and do that. No, no, you act. But how to act properly is the question. Act in a way that doesn't increase your desires, in fact reduces your present desires so you grow spiritual. This is the path of karma yoga, the path of action. Now, as you grow spiritually, the desires reduce. So, when the desires reduce, what happens? You are less prone to action, more prone to study and contemplation. For that person, he says, the path of knowledge, Sankhya. So, where is the contradiction? Hmm? So, the earlier part of your spiritual journey is the emphasis is on action. In the later part, the emphasis is more on knowledge. In all aspects, So, what should be the question now? It says there is a path of action, there is a path of knowledge. How do I get There are two spiritual paths, he is saying, right? You forgot about the third spiritual path. What happened about devotion? You forgot that. 
should ask that no we have said there are three spiritual path action for the body emotion for the mind devotion bhakti and knowledge for the intellect here he is saying there are only two so how do you reconcile see this is what i am saying these are the subtle verses in the gita you must make a note takes a lot of understanding to understand this this is what my guru has done spent decades so what it means is it's not that bhakti is ignored in the earlier path of the spiritual journey you do all three karma bhakti gnana but in all three the emphasis is more extrovert so what it means is see as soon as you get knowledge what should you do as soon as you get knowledge you should reflect on the knowledge try and internalize the knowledge what do all of you do lecture and lecturing <laughs> worst thing when as soon as you get little knowledge that's why with you i may be popular but with your family members i am the most hated person <laughs> oh god again you are lecturing children especially we should you know what i learned today i don't want to know so please and your husband and your whole accent is extrovert even in knowledge you want to give to others you don't have any knowledge till you want in devotion also the accent is extrovert more singing and dancing and how's the music of this devotion of that it's not taking in in action also it's more extrovert you want to go out in the world digging wells opening hospitals helping again extrovert but when you come get into a more advanced stage is more introvert so even in terms of your karma it will be more into perception what is making me see not what i see in terms of bhakti it's more keeping quiet and taking in the devotion terms of knowledge it's more contemplation so there is a introverted tinge to the spiritual practice in the beginning there is an extroverted tinge but all three are there you understand it's just the earlier and later segments so you're right when you first said your whole focus should be on the action because you are extroverted you have desires so learn to spiritualize your actions in life you can't get away from action so the whole beauty of vedanta real vedanta is how do you i make my actions more spiritual i'm caught up in my work in my family my community how can i make those actions more spiritual i can't get away from it but how do i use those actions to grow spiritual that's karma yoga so that's what krishna is going to explain now the necessity to act that is the fourth to the 19th verse he's going to give the intellectual reasons why you need to act you can't get away from action 
So how to act properly? Why you need to act? Is 4 to 19. Clear so far? Hmm? So it's a distinct shift from extrovert to introvert as you grow spiritual. Thank you, Gautamji, for explaining that the path of action prescribed for the beginning stage will lead to the advanced path of knowledge. For more information on our live weekly lectures here in the U.S., visit our website vedantausa.org. For our worldwide work and lectures, you can visit vedantaworld.org.